no one manipulates you more than you. Yo, this is a heavy one. And I know, I, I hope you don't think at this point still that I'm just counseling people and just getting revelations from what I see them go through and what I help them through. I'm telling you, this, all of these lessons started first here. You know, is it? You heard it here first. It started here first. Um, yes, I've messed up that much. It's, it's interesting, but you know, I'm at the point now where I don't even view it as I messed up. I just view it as lessons because I feel like what I got from it was so gold, you know? You see my insight, that sight, that perspective switch that just happened. But um, I've dealt with that concept in many different ways, you know, manipulative self-talk and, you know, it starts it starts at first at home you know your inner voice uh begins with a part of your parents you know whether it be something that they told you or how they spoke to you or the innuendos that were passed and the tones you know and dispositions all of that is a form of communication whether you believe it or not it's not just them saying hey you're stupid it could be a simple sigh like, oh, God, you didn't catch on to that. You know, and I know somebody's cringing right now thinking, oh, my God, I do that. You know, and that translates as you're stupid, whether you know it or not. You know, it translates as, God, you didn't catch on, all alluding back to the ugly word no one wants to say that they ever think. You know, but it's also stuff that's just um, inside of your parents. I've done... I've seen my children deal with stuff that only I knew I dealt with. When I hear someone, I hear one of them saying something about, I don't know, something just not positive about themselves. And sometimes I'll look and think, you would think that they were listening to me looking in a mirror this morning. It's interesting, but that's how it passes. So it's not like we're attacking parents so to speak, in this episode, we're just saying how everything about our parents really curbed how we are, right? And that's the beginning. That's the beginning portion. The beginning portion is that, right? Your parents and how that came about. But then it turns into the people that you encounter, you know, your inner voice begins to be made up of if you don't have a strong sense of self, which a great deal of us don't in the beginning of our lives, you know, because most people don't parent with the hallmarking of purpose from the beginning, you know, and that stops people from having a strong sense of self. So without having a strong sense of self, the people you encounter are building up who you are on the inside without you even knowing so it's the people you encounter the people who reject you you know um then you get old enough to have exes you know boyfriends girlfriends you know they we gain them and that's why it's so important not to date um too early because that person begins to mold you that connection you know, that's a lot of being really up close with someone for a long period of time. And 
you're going to rub off on one another. And um, so that person starts to build up your inner voice on the inside, whether you did something displeasing or whether you did something good, you know. And it's something that is very hard to stop once it starts. I remember one time I was single and I heard, no, I wasn't single. No, I wasn't. I was married. I remember, yep, because I was washing clothes and I remember thinking, I heard on the inside of me very clear. So you're just going to leave all of the abusive relationships just to abuse yourself, huh? Because I was critiquing myself. I was saying, you just so fat, you this and that, and, you know, you shouldn't eat that, you shouldn't do this, it's so stupid, why would you even do that, that's so stupid, you know how we do simple stuff, like, um, forget to put fabrics off and not everything is stuck together, you know, or just something passive that you don't even realize that it's negative that you're saying, but you're saying something negative, and it's, it's a very hard habit to stop. And when I heard myself say that, like, God, you're going to leave these abusive relationships to just abuse yourself. And I thought, damn. All right. That was a lot to unpack in one moment. You know, and um, we don't we don't say nice things to ourselves. We don't. We don't say nice things to ourselves. We don't congratulate ourselves. We don't say, girl, you did a good job. That's good. You knocked everything out today. That's good. You did one thing on your list. That's good. You (laughs) were nice to somebody. Like, no one's patting themselves internally on the back. But you say, well, Toya, I don't want to go around patting myself on the back. Who, Who, you know, but you have to realize you're doing the opposite. You're only highlighting in your mind when you do something negative. You're only saying something that's basically mean to yourself. You're not saying anything positive. You're not saying, oh, you look really handsome today. Oh, you look really pretty today. You're not saying any of that. You're only acknowledging. Think about that typically. We only acknowledge when we see something we don't like. Oh, God, I need a haircut. Oh, God, I need this. Oh, I need a facial. I need extractions. I need, you know. You just heard a glimpse of my world, right? Previous to what what I what I used to do before I tell you what I did to stop that. Now it's gonna blow you with that. It's pretty simple. A little painful, but pretty simple. But anyway, um when you comb back over, you'll see that you never really say anything positive. It's always acknowledging you need to clean your room, you need to do this, you need to do that. And some of that is helping ourselves stay in line, right? Because you should notice when you need a facial. You should notice when you need to clean your room or you need a haircut. But it's the way we talk to ourselves and the tone and the ambiance that's set in the room. It's like a spotlight with a wagging finger often. Well, one day I walked past the mirror and I said something negative to myself. Like, ugh, I did that. And you know... What words is that, Toya, right? But it's still an emotion. I looked and I went, ugh. And you know what I said? I am tired. I am I am done. I'm 
over being mean to myself. I am so over being mean to myself. Like, damn it. Like, what good is this? this reflective solitude privilege that I have at times if I'm just going to use it to be mean to myself like what is that I don't want it anymore and I got really fed up y'all I'm I'm not joking and I said you know what I'm gonna do you know what I'm gonna do every time I say something negative on the inside I'm gonna drink a bottle of water yo it sounds simple okay But let me tell you, by the end of the night, I was in pain. I drank so many bottles of water that my stomach was full until I was in pain. I had to just lay down at some point. And that pain, I didn't sit and think, oh, that was a bad idea. I sat and it almost, almost moves me to tears now, again, even thinking, So you are this mean to yourself. You hate yourself that much? And if my stomach is feeling like this from these negative words, what is my spirit feel? This has to be what my spirit feels like. This has to be what my heart feels like when it hears all of these negative words that I'm saying. It has to be. How tight my stomach is is how tight my spirit has to be. Y'all, that was so heavy. That was so heavy. And then I had to put to death how I see myself. You're going to look at yourself and say something positive. That's what I told myself. If I'm not looking in the mirror saying something nice, I'm not going in the mirror at all, baby. Because that stuff is damaging. We do all of this work getting toxic people out of our lives. We do all of this work getting negative people out of our lives. And then we turn around and treat ourselves like crap. Now that's how we manipulate ourselves through our perception of ourselves. The way we see and we view ourselves, right? Now, look at what we do when other people are in our lives. We avoid truth so much. When I think back to relationships that I was in, that I was being treated badly, nobody manipulated me more. Because I used to say, oh, this person was the biggest manipulator I ever in my life. You know? But no, Toya, you're the biggest manipulator you ever met yet. Because that person showed you the truth from the beginning. We just don't believe it. We try to get the benefit of the doubt. Look, I've said this before. I don't know if I've said this in the episode, but I think I have. Um, this is season. This is season three. I don't remember at this point, but I'll say this again for good measure. Do not give people the benefit of the doubt. If you listen to what you're saying, it doesn't make any sense. Think about it. Anytime you've heard the benefit of the doubt. When has it ever ended positively? You know, I tried to give you the benefit of the doubt. And see, I gave him the benefit of the doubt. Why did you give him the benefit of the doubt when he was doing doubtful stuff? Like, why? if that person is just, what you're doing when you give the benefit of the doubt, you're saying, hey, no matter what you show me, I'm going to treat you like you're showing me the right thing. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. It makes no sense and it never ends well, baby. Stop it. 
Some stuff is just like a cliche saying and somebody made it made sense to themselves when they were manipulating themselves to feel like a better person. You know, that's that's all wrapped up in that. If you believe people for who they are and you take it when they say that phrase, when people show you who they are, believe them. That is so true. That's what happens. People show you who they are and you don't believe them. You say, mm, you manipulate yourself by saying, no, you know, and you call it understanding them and being and being understanding. But it's all manipulating yourself. You know, I don't, you know, he really didn't mean that. And, you know, she really didn't mean this by this. I know this and I know that. No, honey. She showed you who, who she was. He showed you who they, who they were. And you just didn't believe them. You manipulated yourself into believing something like another thing God told me once. I think that was before this year started. God kept telling me every time I wrote in my journal at night kept telling me Toya believe people for who they are believe and obviously I had a problem with that you know believe in people who and then one time I was dumping and I heard clear as day you know you have to stop looking with rose tinted glasses of hope at everything you rearrange people give you something and you rearrange it to be something soft because really it's a defense mechanism because it keeps you from getting this hurt you see how you manipulating yourself on all of these different levels you know so it's not just manipulating yourself with your manipulative self-talk but it's also how other people deal with you. You're manipulating and you're catching it before it hits your face and rearranging it and then letting it hit your face. That's how you end up staying in something five years longer than you needed to. Right there. That manipulative self-talk. So now you have to rebirth yourself. You go back and you go over all the negative stuff and try the water bottle. I post that on social media. If you're not on my Instagram, at Chef Toya. Um, I have a post a couple months back where I talk about the whole water challenge where you drink a bottle of water each time you say something negative to yourself. You call yourself stupid, drink a bottle of water. You call yourself fat, drink a bottle of water. You say you're so dumb for doing that. You should have known better. Drink a bottle of water. What if, I know someone's thinking, but Toya, I should have known better. Guess what? You can tell yourself that in a nicer tone. You can, you know. We put so much work into being nice to other people that we're not nice to ourselves. And that's got to stop. It's got to stop. In order for you to be great, these things have to be unpacked and dealt with. Because they'll influence everything that comes in your life. And you won't know how to sense your way down your right path and you won't know how to sense when a great opportunity is in front of you you won't even know so the rebirthing process is you realizing where that voice started looking through all those situations I can remember how I first started calling myself fat I know what it was it was through an ex because I never considered myself fat. I knew I wasn't as slim as everybody was in the 90s, but I never considered myself fat until I got with 
this person and they said this phrase to me when they were breaking up with me, look at you. That's what he said. He said, look at you. And then I started looking at me. And then that all turned negative, right? But you have to go through those moments to know that I'm not remembering a bad memory. I'm remembering that those weren't my words. I just took someone's view of me of that moment as mine. So now I can throw it back. You see how I'm going back and changing the narrative? Oh my God, memories can save your life and save your purpose as well. So, and then after... You go through everything and you realize all the words that just aren't your words about yourself, that's someone else's words that you're regurgitating, then you put them to death by gaining a new perspective about yourself, switching the words out, you know, and you've done that and that's the complete rebirthing process. It's not easy doing this inner work, y'all. I audibly flow it out smoothly. But it's not easy, but it's so worth it. I promise you're so, so worth the work. I don't care what anyone has told you. I don't care who's left you, who's never took time to say sorry. I don't, I don't care about any of that. You're worth all of the work that it takes. All of the work that you would be willing to put in your relationship or your business, put it into you. And it's going to make everything better. And you're going to have a better quality of life. And you deserve that. So now, when you hear this podcast, this episode, you will not manipulate yourself again after this point. Simply because you do not deserve to be treated this way by you. Let's get better together. Let's get better. If this podcast has helped you in any way and you want to donate to this podcast, you can donate through Vimeo, Toya Dash Bodhi, or Cash App, dollar sign Toya Bodhi, T O Y A B O U D Y. Thank you for tuning in and don't forget to share it with a friend. See you next time. Thank you.